Welcome to Kingdom Success University, where I teach kingdom principles that will transform you from the inside out. Building your life on solid foundation will provide consistent and repeatable success no matter where you are at in life. Some of the key principles that will be taught on the podcast are leadership, finances, mindset, attitude, and much more. Tune in to hear today's episode and enjoy. Well, hello. Welcome to Kingdom Success University, where we teach kingdom principles in a practical way. I want to welcome you here today for the series called Kingdom Relationships, The Journey Towards Oneness. So in my introduction, I went through the overview of the topics that we will be talking about. Again, this is a very long series, but it's going to be very informative and hopefully thought-provoking in terms of what to do and how to approach uh, a potential uh, partnership with uh, a person that you're considering. So today's episode that I am so excited to be discussing is being trusted versus entrusted. Now, I know you're probably asking, well, Wow, that, that's pretty, you know, interesting. Well, before, before kind of getting into this episode, I want us to really think about the severity and the seriousness of another person. So being single for four years, I realized as a man that there were just some things that I needed to learn uh, in order for me to be ready or step into a potential relationship. So when I remember when um, talking to my mentor, my mentor actually sat me down one day and he asked me a question. He said, James, I want to ask you, have you received your wife? And at that time, I didn't know what he was talking about. And I said, "Uh, no, she's not here, which is a typical answer that most people answer that question with. And he said, no. Have you received your wife from God scripturally? And I couldn't answer that question. And he sat me down and and, and really said, hey, look, James, there's a few things that I would like to teach you in terms of what you need to work on in your singleness to be really prepared. And so today I'm excited to talk about one of those areas that he told me that I needed to work on. So in this journey, this has been a a six-year journey, still working on myself. I'm not perfect by no means. Do I believe that I've made it or arrived? I'm still pressing in, still working, still uh, keeping my head to the ground. That's what I believe in, is working towards uh, that end goal. But I'm excited to give you some insight of the severity of when considering a partner What is the proper mindset? So what I like to do is I like to lay the foundation, which is more of a thought process before kind of getting into the notes and bolts of this series and then talk about, okay, the how-to and all those other things. But first we got to take a step back and say, okay, what is my thought process about relationships? And again, we talked about two ways that we can think about it. We can think about it in the world's way, 
which is the earth curse system, or we can think about we can think about it in God's way, which is the kingdom way of living. So what I would like to do is to really break this out and talk to you a little bit more about being trusted by God versus entrusted by God. Because there is a difference in terms of how this information, in, in terms of how this information works. So there's three talking points that I want to hit on, and we will get into it at this point. So the first talking point will be, this will be a narrative conversation, uh, really around the Bible. It's going to be from Luke 16, one through nine. And so as, as I'm reading it, uh, you will be able to see the words on the screen uh, so where you can read through it along with me. But those who are listening to it on podcast, obviously you, you can listen to it while you're driving in your car here. So we're going to start with that. But then we'll get into the definition. What does trusted means versus entrusted? And then we'll get into the difference between being faithful versus unfaithful in this, in this parable that Jesus speaks about. And then we'll go into the practical implementation of how do I apply this now considering a person in my life. Because to think about this while the person is in front of you can be a little bit of a challenge, right? Um, but it can be done. But what this should be is more of a mind shift, a mindset shift than any other thing. Don't become legalistic to say, okay, I'm going to do X, Y, Z because I want this. But do it because that's who you are, what you want to be, a person of character, a person of honor. That's what this uh, series is all about. So that will be the talking points that I'll have in this series. And then we'll continue to keep going down the road and uh, unfold this whole entire series about how do we actually become one in this journey? And this is the first piece. So before jumping into the scripture, I want to give you the definition of trusted versus entrusted. So the definition of trusted is a place, is to place confidence in, to rely on, to confide, or to repose faith. That's what trusted means, the definition. Now, the definition of entrusted means to trust to the care of. So that means it's in a place of safety or protection. So I want you to remember these definitions. So as we get into this scripture, we're going to pull from these words and then really place these into scenarios to really talk about how to approach a relationship with the right mindset and really identify, hey, is this person aligned with that mindset shift about kingdom? Make sense? Well, great. Well, we'll get right into it. Uh, Luke 16, and we'll actually, I said Luke 16, uh, one through nine, but let me take a step back, kind of give you 
the the debrief and then we'll jump into the actual like information that I want to discuss. So Jesus told this parable to his disciples and to the audience. And he talked about the shrewd manager, right? And the shrewd manager was working for his boss. He was underperforming. His boss knew he was underperforming, approached him and said, hey, you're about to lose your job. Give me my books and give an account to why these accounts have not been maximized. So this shrewd manager basically leveraged the relationships that this boss uh, created with his clients and helped to pay off their debts, which was not the right thing to do. <laughs> and, and, and in essence, built those solid relationships. So when he left his boss, he was able to step right into another opportunity without missing the beat. And so this manager was like, wow, that's very true. And, you know, and Jesus was basically highlighting in that, in that parable, how this shrewd manager was so shrewd, but being able to operate according to, uh, according to laws in the world. And he basically highlighted and said, you know, people of this world are more shrewd than people of light. And if you understand what shrewd means, it's to have a keen or astute ability uh, to uh, implement practical matters in day-to-day -day living. That's basically the definition. So Jesus is already highlighting in this, in this story that we, there has to be some practicality in what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. So he highlights this, but I want to get into this verse or these verses because it's very interesting in how he views being trusted versus entrusted versus the world's way and what they believe trusted versus being entrusted. And let's read into that. So this is Luke 16, 10 through 13. Verse 10. It says, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. Verse 11, so if you have not, uh, so if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, you will trust you, who will trust you with the true riches? Verse 12, and if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? Verse 13, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So this text is loaded. And I love the mere fact of how Jesus really highlighted this. And so I'm going to unlayer this for you. And hopefully in the end, you will get the concept of, oh, this is the mindset that I need to first get into, right? Now, we're gonna hit on point number one. Jesus says, whoever is trusted and very little can be trusted with much. Now, I want to, 
first highlight this because many people, I've read this many of times, I've heard pastors preach on this many of times, and I never really got the grasp of, well, what does it mean or what does he mean by very little? What is little in the eyes of Jesus? Because to me, I can think little is, you know, okay, if I have $5 in my pocket, okay, what, what am I doing with that money, right? And, you know, but maybe to Jesus, it can be a little bit different. Well, first we have to understand the way, the way that Jesus views things is the way, uh, is totally opposite of what us as humans or any other individuals out here may think. And so it's really for you as the individual listening to this on what really in your heart and in your spirit that you believe is actually right and true. But I'm only going to speak truth to what I know and what I read and what I've seen in my own personal life. So this is by no means that you have to subscribe to this. But this, again, is just a framework that you can leverage to say, OK, hey, maybe I can adopt some new thinking. So when Jesus talks about trusted, right? So we're saying to place confidence in. So it says a person who is trusted. So the definition that we said about trusted is, is to place confidence in, right? So I can be confident to know that if I give this person, because I have four children, I have two sets of twin girls, they're five and seven, going on 22, if you know what I mean. And I, my oldest, uh, Faith, um, she is, she is just, you know, alert. She just, she, she can regurgitate things. She can remember things. She has a great memory. All the kids do, but she has it at a high, high, high level. And I know if I give her something, she's a, she can just pick it up very quickly. Versus my youngest, who is just a, a, a full of joy, and uh, she's like the life of the party. If if I give her like any like deep like anything like detail where it's like it's not fun in her mind, she she just loses interest. She's like, look, I, I don't want to do this. I, I want to be able to jump around, do backflips. That's what I want to do, right? So each of my kids, I can trust them with a certain amount of responsibility. So in this text, Jesus is saying that, hey, there's little <laughs> that if a person can be entrusted with little, a person can be trusted with much. But we got to first know what is the little. We have to know what is the little. And Jesus gives us the answer is in verse 11. Here's what it says. So if you pause so what i love about this 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 verse here right so i'm gonna read it but i want to preface this i thought initially that when being a christian and, and reading the word that like everything was automatic everything oh everything in the bible what it says is automatic and i'm i'm, I'm gonna debunk this because not everything in the Bible is automatic. Now, you, you don't have to listen to me. I'm just going to read something to you and then give you the definition. And then, and then now you can take it for what it's worth. 
So in verse 11, here's what it says. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches? So let's pop. Now, I want to pull some key words out here. So in verse 11, it says, so if you. So if you look up the definition, if. Here's what it says. On a condition that. So if is on a condition. So Jesus is already saying that this is very conditional. And this condition of what you will be able to receive will be based upon not outside circumstances, not your mom, not your dad, not other people. It's going to be based upon you. Based upon the measure. So the measure is actually you. And the question that I, that my mentor had to ask was asking me. I said, James, you are the lid. You are the you are the lid to the growth of your family. So based upon your capacity, based upon what you can do, based upon your willingness and your desire and your work ethic, your life will be in direct proportion to what you do. So in this scripture, it says that if you so on a condition that you do something. So I had to do something. See, when, see so when, prior to this point, see, I was diagnosed with BBD. If you don't know what BBD means, it means broke, busted, and disgusted. I was diagnosed with BBD. And every relationship that I was in was terrible, wasn't good, right? So, well, I could blame somebody, but like, well, it's the, it's the lady's fault. Well, it's not really her fault. What about your attitude? What about your thought process? James, what are you doing when you approach this potential, this potential relationship? What is your approach? And you know what my approach was? It was casual. I always wanted to have fun, right? The fun guy. You know, I talk about the fun guy a lot. But I mastered in the fun guy. Man, I want to get fun experience and I want to do all these great things and I want to make it feel good and I just want to, I just want to have fun. Well, that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with, ha with having fun, right? That life is meant to laugh and have fun and do all those things. But I want to give you a different perspective because I'm going to show you what Jesus was saying because he didn't view this as fun. He viewed this as very serious. And so I wasn't serious about things in my life. I wasn't serious about pressing into the communication aspect. I wasn't serious about being emotionally intelligent. I wasn't serious about you know, managing my money and being a good manager over the things I was entrusted with. I wasn't serious about managing my time and maximizing my time while, I, while I'm here on the earth. I wasn't serious about that. But at some point I had to grow up, right? I had to mature. I had to grow up. And so in this verse, Jesus is saying, it's on you. 
It's based upon your capacity. It's based upon your desires, based upon your approach. It's not the other person's responsibility responsibility to make sure that you're waking up on time to go to work and paying your bills and doing the right things and making sure that you're reading books and personally developing. That's on you. That's on me. But here's what Jesus talks about. Here's the little that Jesus views. He says, if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, Pause. Number two, he says, the little in his mind, in his, in his mind, Jesus. See, initially I thought the little things was, oh, you know, waking up, being on time, doing the right thing, right? No, he says, handling worldly wealth. So what does that mean? Let's break this down. He says, if you can't manage your own time, if you can't manage being a good employee, if you can't manage uh, uh, um, um, encouraging right people at your work, right your employer that pays you a certain uh, pays you a salary to go in and produce a certain amount of results, if you can't manage your own finances, if you can't manage yourself, here's what he says. Who will trust you with the true riches? He says, if you can't manage materials that have no thought process, that, that has no uh, 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 mindset or heart or soul, who will trust you with the true riches? Now, Here's what I, initially I thought it was money. And here's what Jesus said. The true riches are people. He says, I did not come to condemn the world. I came to save the world. That's what Jesus said. So he wasn't here to get anything from anybody. He really wanted us. And so God is now saying, Christ is saying, for, for me to truly be trusted in a relationship now. Because I've been praying. I've been believing and receiving. I said, man, I got to believe and receive that my wife is out here. Here's what my mentor said. He says, James, before she even stepped foot in your life, how are you managing your own life? Because who will trust you? Do you think that Christ is going to give you a wife, just a wife, a, a life, a person, a soul, a person who has a purpose, a person who has dreams and goals and ambitions to give you, to entrust you? Now, safe, it says safely and protected to entrust. You with a life when you can't even manage your own time, when you can't even manage money, when you can't even manage paying your bills, when you can't even manage your own crisis. So how are you going to manage somebody else's crisis? How are you going to lead somebody else? 
So before even stepping into a potential relationship or a potential partnership, you got to ask the question, are you serious? You got to stop looking across the table and saying, okay, well, let me see if this person's serious. Well, the question is, are you serious? I was playing silly little games. Christ says, I, who will trust you? Who? Who? Who's going to trust you with a life? If you can't manage your own life and you want me to give you a, a, a soul. Now, I have four, four souls. I have four little daughters. And then I'll have a wife eventually. I'm not, I'm, obviously, I'm still single, but, you know, eventually I have a wife. That'll be five. And you can't even manage your own time. You can't even dominate money. You can't even, you, you're controlled every day by the dollar bill. Every day you're, you're concerned and worry about your own debt, about your own problems. But yet you want to have a partner? Are you serious? So the very little wasn't what I thought. The very little was the worldly wealth that Jesus thinks. He says, James, you got to be able to manage the little things. And see, these little things to me are your day-to-day. Because how you do anything is how you do everything. And so now, when I can see that you can be entrusted, because see, it's a process. Now, look at what he says. He says, who will trust? So see, there's a process. Being trusted, I have confidence in. And you know, you know, a person you have confidence in is a person who's predictable. I know exactly what I'm going to get on a day-to-day basis. Now, that doesn't mean you can't show emotions. You can't. Now, here's the difference. Here's what Christ is saying. He's not saying that you can't have emotions, but this is what I teach people who are emotional. I say, be a person of emotions. Don't be a person that is is emotional. Show emotions. Show that you're upset. Show that you're frustrated. You can show those things. Those are natural feelings and emotions that you should have. However, We should be mature. And this is what Christ is talking about. To step into a kingdom relationship. We have to be mature about the areas of our life. We have to be serious about the things in our life. And here's the one thing that I tell people. Don't ever take me serious. When you see me on the video and you're like, oh my gosh, he's so passionate. He's he's like, whoa, he's like so gung-ho about the word of God. Listen. Don't take me serious. I'm not a very serious person. I love the laugh. I love the joke. Anybody that knows me personally, I'm not a real serious person. But there's another aspect to it. Don't take me serious. But here's what I do say. But I do take my life serious. I do take my kids' life serious. And I do take other people's lives serious as well. This ain't a game. This ain't a time to kiki and laugh. 
because you only get one shot at life. And that's all you need. If you do it right, that's all you would need. Most people are not getting second and third shots at one. So I want to make sure for me that I do it the right way. So me approaching this kingdom relationship process, I have to approach it with the maturity mindset that, hey, I have to evaluate my personal life to know, hey, am I mature in these specific areas? Because if I'm not mature and I'm not really managing the way that God is having, wanting me to manage this, then how can I really ask for something when I can't even do the simple mundane things? How can I provide in an environment that, that is emotionally secure? How can I provide a, a, an environment where my wife, my potential wife can, can have uh, an environment of growth? How can she operate and function in faith if I'm constantly in fear? But yet, you know, there's men out there, you just need to follow me. Follow what? What do you want a woman to follow? Like, I, I just never understood. Just uh, don't question me. I, I, I mean, what? Of course I'm going to question. I'm going to ask questions. That's, that's, that, that is, that's okay to ask questions. It's okay for a woman to ask questions. It's okay for you to ask questions. But the purpose is, are you trusted? Are you, are you being a person that's trusted versus interested? Because there is a difference. See, Christ is looking for people he can entrust. But the, but the way that you can be entrusted is first being trusted over the worldly wealth that you do have. So you got to first go to trust it. What are you doing on the day to day? And then now he transitions and says, who will trust you with the true riches, which is now entrusted. Good stuff. Now, there's a third point to this. And he highlights this. And he goes even deeper. He says, and if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you your own? Who will give you property of your own? Now, this is for people, now, again, business owners. Now, there are people who are business owners, but they work a job, which is totally fine. But there are some people who will go to work and do a half-hearted job. But yet, they still want their business to grow. Well, Christ is saying, no, nah, it don't happen like that. He says, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. See, if, if you can't even be trustworthy over someone else's property. See, if you're not fanatical about somebody else's property. See, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not pressing in and giving it your all in terms of what, 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 is, in tr what, what is trusted to you, right? Confidence. Well, it's hard to be entrusted with something of your own. Your own business. Now, there's some people who be like, "Well, I'm, well, I'm, I don't believe in that because 
I, I want to grow my business. Listen, this is about character now. The way you do anything is the way you do everything. See, this is about your approach and your mindset. See, I wanted to win at a high level. See, I wanted to win. See, I want to win. And in my mindset, I want to win in my relationship. See, I never wanted anybody to question my motive. I never wanted anybody to question my work ethic. I never wanted anybody to question my desire because I have their best interest in mind over my own. So I wanted to take that serious. And so here's what it said. So you can take property out. So here's how Christ showed me in this picture. He says, James, take property out and put purpose, put goals, put dreams there. Because he says, if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's goals, someone else's dreams, someone else's purpose, who will give you your own purpose? Who? See, people just, well, God gave me a purpose. I'm just going to go there. Well, you know what? He has to put you under a certain authority because, look, you have to grow. Trusted to being interested. Hey, I got to trust that, hey, look, you got to, you got to, you, I got to trust that, hey, you're going to take somebody else's goals and dreams that serious. And when you do, guess what? you be able to go into your own. That's what I wanted to do. And I'm going to end on this point. Here's what it says. Because now he's getting to the crux of the matter. He says, no one, verse 13, no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will devote, you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Here's what Jesus is saying. You got to decide where you want to be. There's no on the fence here. It's either you're, you're ready to step into the seriousness of kingdom relationship, or you're not. And listen. It's okay which way you go, but just know what the result is. He, he didn't say you have to. He just says you can't. You can't serve both. You can't serve both of them. You're going to hate one and love the other. You're definitely going to be devoted to one and you're going to despise the other. See, if you're in it for yourself, well, then you, you get what you deserve, right? Well, none of my relationships work. Well, yeah, if you're constantly thinking about yourself, of course they're not working because a relationship never works that way. A friendship never works that way. A partnership never works that way. You can't grow and build long-lasting success on selfishness and your, your motives and your, it's just you. And you and it's about me and I don't care about anybody else. I want what I want. Okay, great. But just don't be, just, just don't be mad when, when you're sitting here and you're like, 
40 years old, 50 years old, and you're like, man, I don't have anybody to share my life with. Well, okay. He says you're going to love one, and you're going to hate the other. But the question is, which way you want to go? And either way, the choice is yours. So in this series, it's really deciding which way you want to go. Do you want to do it the world's way? Cool. Nothing wrong with that. I did it the world's way for 20 plus years and uh, it got me no, no success. That's me. And I've met hundreds and thousands of people and it hasn't worked for them. Or you can do it the kingdom way. Change the mindset, your heart, and set it on truth, not emotions, and see what it can do for you. So with that, I want to really thank you for this. You got to know, being a person that is trusted and then being a person that is entrusted, there is a difference. You need both. But what I really want in this for me, and I know there's people out there right now who's feeling the same way. I'm called to be a spouse. And there's people out there that's called to be a spouse. There's people who are desiring to be in a relationship. And I'm saying, you got to be trusted first. And trusted means it's confidence in. They know you know Christ knows, God knows exactly what he's going to get from you on a day-to-day, today-to-day basis. You can, you can cast a check, and you know the check is going to clear. It's like your company. They give you a check, you know it's going to clear. And that's how you need to be when being trusted. And then once you know, guess what? You go into being entrusted. So with that, I want to thank you so much for tuning in to this great episode called Being Trusted Versus Interested. Please subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel and you have a great day. Thank you for listening in on today's episode. Please subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel.